Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the brain-body tools you can use to feel, look, and do your absolute best. There is, folks, it's my never-ending fascination that keeps me doing these things, uh, exploring more, learning more, reading more, um, and then sharing it because, folks, you know, there is the saying, Jim Quick, uh, world's, I don't know, most famous brain coach, and he has a saying, uh, if you want to learn it better, teach it. Well, the saying is actually better. Um, He says something like, uh, when we teach it, we learn it twice. Yeah, that's the saying. And so whenever you hear something useful on this podcast, something that works for you, and that is why I do this podcast also as well, teach it to someone else, explain it to someone else, share it with someone else. And then you want internalize that knowledge. When you explain it, you understand it better yourself because something that we cannot explain, we don't really understand. So when you're teaching it to someone, you are actually uh, checking your own understanding. And then number two, when you teach it, you start owning this knowledge. And when you start owning this knowledge, you want to, first of all, be right and uh because of that, you will learn better, you will research better. And number two, you, when you own something and it becomes a part of your identity, you don't want to know a little bit more about that uh, when you share it and when it's kind of like part of your identity and when you share it becoming part of who you are right in front of other people. So, teaching a concept to someone else and then you build a tribe of like-minded people, um, built around uh, similar ideas that you um, both or all of you resonate with, right? So teach it, because when you teach it, you learn it twice. And this is why I'm also doing this podcast. Folks, today, so yesterday we did a workshop, and the workshop was dedicated to high-energy lifestyle that we talked about um, here on Wednesday. And we did the workshop and we learned a lot of practical tools and tips about how to simply adjust your lifestyle, your workflow. Uh, but then folks asked me this question. Well, I do know that certain things work for me better and I practice them. But then uh, it only happens on so many days and it's inconsistent very often. So how do I increase my motivation and how do I make myself do things like, for example, going to bed on the same schedule, going to bed early. I know it's good for me. For me. I do feel better. I do my work better. Everything goes better. But for some reason, when the nighttime time comes and it, let's say it's like 10 p.m., my best going to bed time, I just can't go to bed. Like all of a sudden, I want to do all of these things and my mind starts coming up with ideas and thoughts uh, and I want to engage with the world, you know, in, in all these different ways. Like how do I keep myself motivated uh, to actually still go to bed, um, relax and... Uh, and just sleep, right? And here are two methods that are proven by research and they're the best practices, folks. Uh, you just need to practice them for them to work. 
two things that will help you to keep yourself motivated and make yourself do the things that you know you want and to do and that are good for you. But for some reason, again, you're failing because something gets in the way, you know, something in your world, maybe some distractions or some thoughts or something uh, entertaining in your world. Maybe, I don't know, social media or your favorite TV or uh, whatever that might be. You know, there is no judgment. It just when you usually know what works better for you and you like to do it better, but for some reason you don't do, here's what helps. Number one, changing your focus, owning your focus. And there are two major things that will help you to be in control of your own focus. So instead of being distracted by things, you actually go to bed because you're focused on certain things. So how do you get control of your focus? Two most powerful ways. Number one, questions you ask yourself. Number two, your environment. Questions, what is it all about? Questions, specific questions about your future and how the future that you want to build requires you doing certain actions in the present. Um, Let me explain through an example. So when I ask myself, what I want to achieve in my life. I want to build this impactful business. I want to um, help a lot to my family. I want to build a community of like-minded people around me. I want to be in my best physical and mental shape because I want to wake up with a lot of energy every single day to contribute to the causes, to the visions that I have. So this is the vision that I have for my future. And then I ask myself questions. Okay, that person who built great community, who built great business, who created a better change in the world, who took care of their family, who does feels every day inspired, full of energy. What does that person that I'm building every day will do today when it comes to sleep? And when I ask myself this question, what would that person do? That person would go to bed instead of scrolling something or maybe being so excited about the article that I can actually read now on the next day. But instead, this person would prioritize sleep because sleeping on the same schedule, according to recent data, is important for the quality of sleep and what you do on the day after. So what would that person do? And that person would prioritize their sleep and would go to bed on the same time on most nights whenever possible. And so I ask myself this question, right? What would that person do? If you have health and fitness goals and you just don't seem to stick with things long enough for you to build consistency, change your lifestyle, change your habits, get the results that you want, you also need to be asking yourself in difficult moments when you are about to... um, do something that you know is suboptimal for your goal, you also have to ask yourself, okay, in so many, I don't know, months and years, I want to be that person, fit, strong, full of energy, powerful, feeling confident in my body. So what would that person do today? Right now, what would that person eat? What would that person do when it comes to exercise? What would that person do when it comes to sleep? To uh, all of these different habits, what would that person do? And once you ask yourself those questions, first of all, the answer is clear for you usually, what you have to do. And then you cannot lie to yourself because, well, this person would do that, that. 
If I'm not doing that, it means I'm giving up on that future. And that will make you feel really uncomfortable. And that is actually really, really good. Because now you have to make a choice. Are you contributing to that person who, because of their consistency, achieved their, those results? Or you contributing to some other person who you want to change? So backcasting and asking those questions, it's one of the most powerful ways to control your focus. Tony Robbins, you know, the father or grandfather already of self-development, of self-improvement, who helped millions of people, leaders of countries, top athletes to get their mental game right. He is always talking about questions, questions you ask yourself, questions you ask your mind. And He's always talking about that future or sometimes about the past. If, for example, uh, there was a, an episode um, that he shared a story about an athlete who kind of lost his uh, momentum or his game and um, he lost a couple of matches and couldn't back into game. And when Tony talked to him, he asked him to get back to that moment when he was winning, how he felt how he prepared for the game, how he showed up, right? how he did every move. He asked him questions like, okay, what did you feel? You know, What did you do? It's all about questions. Your focus, folks, it's all about questions. So when you feel like you're about to do what you know doesn't work for you optimally, ask yourself better questions. And obviously those questions will be individual, but start asking yourself questions if you are serious about the change. So this is number, think number one, one of the most powerful ways to control your focus. Ask yourself questions and your brain will start looking for the right answers. And number two is your environment, folks. Your environment, and by your environment, I mean what you see, what you hear, well, what you read, people you talk to, uh, movies or shows you watch, um, people you consider your like mentors, they don't have to interact with you, but you know, people you admire, people you learn from. Um, where you, again, back to focus, right? Environment is a kind of like focus amplifier. So when your mind doesn't, isn't thinking about anything, what is in your environment and what you're what you were exposed, like you read an article, for example, or you read a biography of an inspirational person, like I read recently, or well, not recently, but I think it was the last one, Maria Sharapova's um, biography. And then it's in your mind, and it's creating your mental environment that moves your focus in a certain direction. If you always read about um, examples of people who just got, you know, everything right, for example, from the start, um, who got their lucky strike and never had to work for uh, whatever they achieved, um, that story will create a certain narrative. And you're like, well, if I'm not getting it, I'm probably just not lucky. And that is a very powerless state uh, to be in because now you have kind of like no control of what's going to happen to you. But if you instead read biographies of people like Maria Sharapova um, or you listen to people's stories, um, I don't know, Tim Ferriss, or recently I um, 
watched uh, Russell Brunson, the founder of ClickFunnels, who is making, I don't know, 160 million a year now. And uh, he went through so much failure and he started as a wrestler. He hadn't had a dime, uh, nor he had like parents or education, right? He built himself and what he has from scratch. If you listen to people like that, their struggles, how they overcame it, why they stuck with that, and how it was all about them being able to persevere and to stick with it and to stay strong and to keep figuring things out. When you read biographies like that, or you listen to people like that, now that's going to create another kind of focus in your mind, another kind of narrative, another kind of story about that you actually have a lot of power, a lot of control. Uh, maybe not over the course of this day, but over the course of your long-term trajectory where your life ends up. And this creates your mental environment. And I would argue it's all about mental environment. What you see, it goes into your brain. It's all the inputs. And those inputs can, especially, you know, people around you. This is a very powerful environment and mindset creator. If you talk to people and you, they always talk down to other people or talk about things, how they cannot control things or how unlucky they are <clears throat> because of this, that, and that, or how some people, you know, People who do not drive your life in the direction you want to go, that's another powerful mental environment creator that will affect how you think, what you feel, and what you ultimately do, and how your life turns out. So if you want to control your focus, you got to take care of those two things. Number one, questions you ask yourself, usually um, based on the future that you want to create. And you ask, you back us, you ask yourself backwards, what would that person do? The person who has these things, who builds these things, this kind of person, like what would they do today um, in regards to the action that um, I know is good for me, but for some reason I'm having difficulties follow through on. And then your environment like who you listen to, what you listen to, podcasts, the books that you read, social media that you follow, documentaries and movies that you watch, all of that will create certain mental environment that's going to affect how you feel, how what you think, and what actions you take. And so the question, again, from yesterday's workshop, um, there were quite a few of them, but they were around this idea of what I do when I can't stick a work can't do the things, can't make myself do the things that I know I should be doing. And I know because I want those things, right? I, I know. Like, what do I do? So you got to get better with those practices. Ask yourself questions and creating the environment. If you want, for example, to, again, to work on your health and fitness, start following a lot of fitness influences you truly admire. Start putting pictures on your walls. Um, some motivational quotes, books you read, start creating the mindset, this mental environment of things that inspire you and motivate you and focus you on the things that you want to do. And it might not work right away, but the more you do it, the faster it's going to work. And in a more powerful way, it's going to transform you. It's like, you know, my personal example, people ask me, how do you eat? How do you always eat so healthy and never tempted by anything, you know, um, in a supermarket or in a restaurant? And 
That's because I always read about how certain foods are great for the brain and how certain foods are really destroying your brain's potential to deliver great things. I'm always uh, thinking about, okay, what is what is this nutrient do to my health, my body, what potential it can um, open up. And I read more research and I read about health and food and nutrition and all the different positive potentials that healthy foods have and all the negative uh, effects that all the other stuff uh, has on our future, on our health, on our mind, right? And so the more I read, I am creating more and more of that awareness of the food. And so when I go to a store, when I'm in a restaurant or a cafe, for me, I have only one agenda. How can I create more health, vitality, power in me? And I have this vast amount of information. I'm like, well, these foods do that. Those other foods do not. And I've created this frame over, you know, my mind, this lens through which I look at the food world. And so for me, there is no choice. There is only one choice aligned with the person that I want to build. So when I go to a supermarket, I don't see all the, um, I don't know, snacks and junky foods. I don't even go to those aisles. Like, I'm focused on what I need to get. Okay, I'm getting my proteins. I'm getting my greens. I'm getting my fruit. Ooh, what's that healthy food, right? That's where my focus is because in my free time, because in my... uh, Not even free, free time, but also work with my intention, I do put a lot of things in my mind that then define how I navigate the world, right? I'm never asking myself, how should I eat less of snack foods? Um, No, there is not the question like that. The question that I'm asking myself, how can I eat the most nutritious diet there is so I create this powerful person that I want to be who creates this powerful change in the world? And that's about it, you know, the right questions and putting the right things in your mind. And that's exactly, folks, how you should approach, uh, and that, again, based on the best practices from people like Tony Robbins, any great coach will tell you the same thing. The questions you ask yourself, the based on the future that you want to build, and the environment you create for you, for yourself, that will divine, define who you'll become and what you do consistently. Let me know what you think, folks. And if you are doing these practices, also, if you're not sure how to do it for any specific habit or action, please reach out, Angela at BrainBreakthroughCoach.com, and I'll tell you how and uh, what you can do in your specific situation. Also, again, don't forget to teach this, to share this, to internalize, to own the knowledge so you actually get better with the practice itself. Because if you teach it and you don't do it, you're kind of like not aligning um, what comes out of your mouth with the person you are. It doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable and it's good. So teach it and you'll do it better yourself. You'll do more of it and you'll get people to practice it with and you'll get the results. So folks, share, teach, share it on Instagram, share it on you know, any social media, like this podcast, uh, write a review so it reaches more people. Whatever you can do, please do this if you find this information useful and it's been helping you. So please do that. And that being said, folks, the weekend is ahead. So I think weekend is the best time to start practicing something new, right? So practice this new 
frameworks and exercises uh, also recharge disconnect make sure that you are renewing your internal resources that will carry you through life right so have an amazing weekend and you'll hear from me very soon a lot a lot of more exciting episodes coming i'm focusing now on uh, reaching out to more experts and uh, interviewing them and then bringing you the insights also so many amazing books that i'm excited to read and share with you um about the science of self-optimization. So folks, stay tuned, share this uh, episode and have an amazing weekend. Thank you.